Hey guys, today we wanted to try something different and have a discussion on some videos that we released recently from our forgiveness series. And we want to talk about the practical ways of how to forgive. In one of those points, um, we want to identify unforgiveness because the reality is we don't always know when it's there. It can be hidden and we want to just see how do we actually identify that, you know, so we don't go on living with that unforgiveness as we know the Bible talks a lot about making sure that we forgive. So let's talk about that. So as you guys probably know, um, I usually am the one that does the videos for Loving Theology, and I'm usually just sort of discussing our content. I thought though that maybe over time um, it might be good to introduce a little bit of variety, um, and so I thought maybe this time we would do something different by inviting Monica on to discuss this series with us and talk about forgiveness in more of a conversational format. But after the first few takes, we quickly figured out that if you invite Monica, you invite Evelyn. Um, and she just didn't want to be by herself. She wanted to hang out with us, which is totally fine. Um, so today we get two guests for the price of one. Um, but like Monica said, I want to take this series and try to make it very practical for everyone and talk about how do we forgive? What does that process look like? I think the first um, step, if you will, in that process is identifying whenever we need to forgive or identifying unforgiveness. Um, and like Monica said, I think it can be hard to identify whenever we're holding unforgiveness. It's something that sort of sneaks up on all of us. Mm -hmm. And if I were to express maybe why that's true for me, and I think why it's true for us generally, is because we think of forgiveness like a checkbox um, rather than like a cycle. And I think that sometimes forgiveness can actually be a process that's something like a cycle where mm -hmm. we go through and we genuinely forgive someone, we genuinely release something, we feel a sense of release, and something really does happen there. Mm -hmm. But then, give it a little bit of time and we start thinking about it again and something else maybe about it or maybe even the same thing starts to bother us again and it slowly builds up into unforgiveness. And we, but we sort of think to ourselves, well, no, I already checked that box, I already forgave them. I already did that. But the reality is, well, we need to do it again. Um, sometimes it just, even if it's, if it's the same offense, we just kind of have to go back through that cycle again. Um, and maybe what might be helpful is to, um, Essentially what I'm saying is that I think we need to be vigilant for the symptoms, if you will, of unforgiveness and what unforgiveness looks like. I think it can be different for each person what that, what sort of those symptoms are and how um, unforgiveness sort of, uh, you know, presents itself in each of us. So maybe Monica, you could share a little bit about how do you identify whenever you're feeling some sense of unforgiveness? How does it sort of present itself in you? Yeah, so um, I have a few ways that I've recognized. One is when I start thinking about it, I think this is pretty common. You just feel emotional about it. You can feel angry, embarrassed, um, resentful. You know, there's there's just a lot of things that sometimes I'm taking a step back and just thinking about, like, how is that making me feel? And it doesn't have to be incredibly strong feelings. You can, it's just like us, it can be a slight feeling and you can realize, like, oh, that's still bothering me. Um, another thing that I definitely find myself doing is I'll come to Joseph and I'll just talk and talk and talk about it and he just kindly, you know, tells me like, that seems like that's bugging you. Mostly kindly. Most of the time you're nice about it. But, um, you know, I can get offended and I'm like, what? Like, that does, that's not bugging me and then I realize like I just talked a half hour about it. I think that's bugging me. So, yeah, sometimes you think you're over it. Another thing I can definitely do with just my personality is I like to hide things and not feel them and like 
they never happened. And so I can really tuck away some unforgiveness in some spots and then all of a sudden, you know, I feel like I'm reacting out of that hurt in the past and I, um, in my prayer time, I can realize like, oh wow, like that's still bugging me or that's bugging me and I have some emotions with that that are not healthy and they're causing me to react in certain ways in different situations. So yeah, that, that plays out, um, I think most frequently as I just like tie the Yeah, I understand. And I think, I mean, each of us sort of unforgiveness presents itself slightly differently. But um, once we've identified um, that we have some unforgiveness in our hearts, first of all, that's okay. I mean, it's, it is a struggle of life. That is not a problem. I, I definitely have that happen for me um, on multiple occasions. But once we've identified that, I think the next step is to find motivation or find, I, I like the word better, inspiration to forgive. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes that can be hard because part of unforgiveness is that you're still kind of upset about something and mm -hmm. you still feel like, you know, uh, it's sort of, it's not fair to simply just let it go. Mm -hmm. um, so I think really finding motivation to want to forgive is sort of that, that next step. And sometimes that's easier and sometimes that's harder. It just kind of depends on the circumstance and, and everything. Mm -hmm. So um, I think probably uh, where I'd like to maybe take us here in terms of identifying ways to be inspired to forgive is to start with um, something somewhat unrelated, which is just our general gratitude towards God. Mm -hmm. I think if we just take a step back, forget about the situation for a minute, forget about you know what we're trying to do. Let's just take a minute and appreciate who God is um, and get our hearts sort of in the place where we're grateful to him for what he's done for us because he has done a lot for us. We talked some about that in the post in terms of the way that um, what Christ has forgiven us has sort of set us free um, to have a relationship with him that's meaningful and to give us a sense of comfort and companionship with him, to set us free from the bondage of sin. Um, there's so much that he's done for us. He truly is um, our friend and there's so much that he's done for us. And as we think about that, um, I think my, my hope is that um, you know, as we sort of consider what he's done for us, it motivates us to say, God, what can I do in return? Um, and one of the things that Jesus makes clear that he wants us to do in return, and this comes from the parable of the unforgiving servant, uh, which is something we talked about in the first post, is that he makes it clear that he wants us to forgive others. Mm -hmm. That whenever he has forgiven us, he wants us to follow that example and forgive others. Mm -hmm. And I love in that parable how he doesn't try to diminish, um, just like we've tried to do here in this video, he doesn't try to diminish the pain of, um, or, or the challenge of, of forgiving people, especially whenever they've hurt us. But whenever you think about it in the context of how grateful we ought to be, if you will, going with that parable, to the king who forgave us such a huge debt, mm -hmm. then that can help us to sort of um, be motivated to want to um, basically say, God, what can we do for you? The other thing is um, that if we recognize basically being grateful to God for how he has sort of, what he's done for us, but also grateful to God for the fact that he is good, that what he desires for us is good. And whenever we mm -hmm. put some faith into that, trusting that what he wants is good for us, mm -hmm. then whenever we see his, um, his instruction to us to forgive others, mm -hmm. we can trust that that comes from a place that um, our, us forgiving someone else can actually be um, good for us, that it can actually be a release for us. Um, and that's what we talked somewhat in the second post about in terms of um, he promises to repay us whenever we forgive with the good that he has for us, which is um, peace and love and joy, all of which come from releasing that burden of unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. Monica, maybe you could share a little bit about, um, you know, just sort of uh, 
whether it's a, maybe not a specific example, but just an example of, um, you know, how uh, you've sort of felt that benefit, if you will, of releasing that unforgiveness and um, finding forgiveness, finding motivation to forgive. Yeah, so I feel like something new was um, shown to me by God in when I have had the opportunity to forgive something very difficult. And um, it shows the Lord's mercy for us. And, and when we choose to forgive others, and you think about it, you know, this is time when I've been praying and um, talking with the Lord about some very difficult things. And he has shown me how he has forgiven me for everything I have done. And I've had the opportunity to forgive somebody else and shown and um, participate in that mercy and that love that God gives us and that feeling of releasing somebody and just showing them love in place of that unforgiveness. And so um, that's been really beneficial for me in um, having peace and joy and being able to pray blessings over someone that might have, um, you know, hurt me. And um, it's been hard to really let go. Yeah. I think for me, you know, one of my symptoms is unforgiveness. It's just, it makes me so distracted. It sort of absorbs my thoughts. Um, and just, I can tell whenever I get through that, that that peace sort of takes place of that distraction, mm -hmm. um, where I can really sort of then focus on what, it, what else there's to do. And also I think it frees me up to love them. And at a certain level, I think that helps me even in the process of being grace filled with myself and my own mistakes mm -hmm. is whenever I work through that, um, with other people, then it helps me to feel, feel a sense of this is what God wanted for them. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of gives you that pivotal moment where you realize like, that's what God wants for me too. Yeah. So I think even the process of forgiving others helps us to learn how, uh, see Christ's heart and what he, how he sees us as well. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why God wants us to do that. Now, mm -hmm. so we've talked about identifying unforgiveness and then we've talked about getting motivated or inspired, I think is a better word, um, to forgive. But whenever it's really difficult, sometimes you may want to forgive. You may know that you're struggling to forgive, but it's still really hard to actually let go. Um, and I think, if you will, kind of the actual, uh, you know, substance or the process of forgiveness really comes down, at least in my experience, to a conversation. Whenever it's really difficult, it comes down to a conversation with God where I just talk honestly about, God, um, I, I'm really not happy with what happened here. Um, I feel like it was very unfair. I feel like... Um, you know, no one has really um, had to pay for, you know, what, what happened here. No one has really, no one's being held accountable, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really frustrating to me. And I feel like if I let it go, then no one is ever going to hold them accountable. You know, I'm the last person here. Mm -hmm. I need to do something here, God. Like this feels like sort of almost like an issue of righteousness sometimes. At least that's how it presents itself yeah. for me. Um, and I, that's really a lot of times my struggle. And then I just say, but God, I know that you want me to forgive, but is this a situation where I'm supposed to, or what does unforgiveness look like here? Just help me to see this situation through your perspective. And I think just um, sometimes that process of really just sort of, just first of all, just talking, because God really, he, I think he genuinely does just listen, allow us to sort of take a little bit of room and listen to us and let us just sort of express what's on our heart, right or wrong, unbecoming, or, you know, the perfect example of Christianity doesn't matter. Just be yourself, express where you're at. Um, and then look for that feedback too, because he's not there. Um, 
he doesn't stop at just listening to us, but he also helps us to change our perspective. Monica, maybe, I don't know, that's, I sort of described my experience of the process. Mm -hmm. What tweaks would you add to that or how, maybe um, share a little bit about your, your process um, for going through whenever forgiveness is hard? Yeah, I think it's definitely a conversation that I have with God and being real as vain as my feelings might be or just as superficial or you know that's not the Christian thing to think or feel and you just tell God. And one of my favorite things that I heard once and I love sharing is God can handle anything and everything. I mean, there's times in my life I've felt so much anger or so much um, desire for revenge or whatever, you know, and those are not the Christian thing to feel, but God can handle it. And he can, um, even if it's disappointment with him, anger towards him, and you need to forgive, you know, him for something, he can handle all and everything. And um, once I've been able to be real and know that he accepts me and loves me just the same, and um, he walks me through it and it's a conversation, you know, it's not just a monologue, it's a dialogue where he comes and, um, you know, he talks to me about it with um, bringing me that peace and that joy that we talked about earlier and just um, being able to help me walk through releasing and showing me his love for that person and the his heart and the desire of what he wishes for that person, which we all know is for um, everyone to come to the Lord and to know his love. And so um, that has always helped me is to see like, hey God, how do you, you know, he shows me like, this is the way I see them. This is how I see this person. And it helps me really soften my heart and have that inspiration to release it and let go and um, to forgive. Yeah. Well, hopefully that was helpful to you as we sort of um, maybe put some rubber to the road, uh, if you will, in terms of what this series looks like and how to maybe walk this out a little bit. You know, you mentioned something there at the end that I thought was pretty interesting in terms of, you know, going through a process even sometimes of, um, you know, whenever God, uh, you know, has sort of done something that's difficult for us to understand and mm -hmm. it's it's hard for us to be, to reconcile with. And I think there's a process there of, um, you know, I, I don't know if I would describe it as forgiving God so much as I would describe it as um, an honest discussion of God, here's what you did or you didn't do. Here's what I wanted you to do. Um, and, you know, it, the two don't connect. And honestly, it's a little bit difficult. It's, it's offensive even. Mm -hmm. um, and Jesus even said, blessed are you if you're not offended in me. So it's understandable sometimes that sometimes what God does is offensive. It's hard to be okay with. Mm -hmm. But a lot of that, um, you know, sort of process there is meant to help us to identify um, even sometimes places where we need to let go and trust God and, and have something of a different perspective even sometimes mm -hmm. around what, um, what is important and um, how he is producing good in us. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that we actually talk a lot about in our series on um, his companionship, uh, I'm sorry, his love and suffering. Uh, and we talk about his companionship and our distress. And, and I think I really, um, as I wrote that, one of the things that really occurred to me is if I set aside for a minute what I wish that he would do for me as God, I see, I begin to see how much he does do for me mm -hmm. as my friend. Yeah. Um, whenever I set aside what I wish he would do for me with his power, I begin to see how much he does for me with his presence. Mm -hmm. And I think that going through that process, we can begin to see um, what maybe originally was something hard to sort of 
be okay with with um, our relationship with God actually is an example where he, um, whenever we see it through what he was doing in the process, and I think it's okay to ask those questions of God, where were you in this process? Yeah. Um, that then we can really sort of engage in, um, and, and engage with him and see where he was in this process. And I, I guarantee you um, that whenever you see that, you'll see his love and compassion, and I think you'll grow in love for him. So I think there's something even to that process. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully, again, this was helpful to you. Um, I hope that you um, are able to watch uh, some of the other videos from the series if you haven't yet. Um, and I hope that this can help you uh, maybe take one step closer to um, uh, being able to release that burden of unforgiveness um, because it, it, I promise that uh, it, it's worth it. But I understand that it's difficult. We definitely um, have been there um, and are there uh, every, every now and then. So thank you very much uh, for taking the time to join us. If you would like more content, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can also find videos of our content on the Loving Theology YouTube channel. Visit us at lovingtheology.com to find all of our posts and links to our references. You can also subscribe to our email at our website or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for joining us.